Hey everyone, welcome to Resilience Unraveled. This podcast is the result of my fascination with subjects like resilience, accountability, burnout, life fulfillment and other life and work-based performance issues, as well as many of the other obsessions I bump into in my life. I spend my time working with highly successful teams, people and organisations, and this podcast introduces their remarkable stories and expertise, as well as my own synthesis of the key issues, strategies, tips, tools and resources to thrive in life. If you find this podcast useful, why not go over to our site qedod.com. If you'd like some resources on how to manage and beat burnout, head to qedod.com forward slash burnout 2019 for some goodies. Stay tuned to the end to find out details of how to order a free ebook. Enjoy the podcast. So today I want to talk about perfectionism. And it's entirely possible that perfectionists aren't listening to this podcast. After all, it's a podcast. It's not the BBC. It's not perfect. It doesn't have perfect production values. It doesn't have a perfect host. Um, there may be ums, ahs, pauses on the line which are already going to frustrate perfectionists. And um, therefore, sometimes what we need to do is understand that if perfectionists aren't listening to this, this is a guide for other people who are dealing with perfectionists. Perfectionism is a, is a thing that's often described in behavioural um, psychology as something about someone being not okay. And in order to be loved, they have to actually minimise risk by just being perfect all the time and never making a mistake, never getting things wrong. And of course, actually, that's the um, thinking that things need to be perfect rather than actually something being perfect. And that's actually one of the challenges of perfectionism. This idea that the need to be perfect often actually generates a non-perfect result, or even more significantly in a work setting, no result at all. Because perfectionists are famous for procrastination. Because actually, if you can't do it perfectly, well, why bother? And I think one of the challenges in management terms is this idea that What's good enough has to be established with a perfectionist. What does perfect look like from the point of view of someone else? What does, for example, um, um, what's the time requirement required to do something? And if you're saying it's 10 minutes and they're saying it's three hours, then there's a conversation there about actually, well, you know, are you over-engineering the product? Are you over-engineering this, 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 the ideals of a relationship because your expectations are things about are being perfect? Um, perfectionism um, drives also this idea that satisfaction is temporary because actually you can always do it better you can always improve you can always be um, you know what you did was never good enough and sometimes that's true but sometimes that's actually that um, that translates to other people because it means that they can never be perfect they can never be satisfying what they produce can never be good enough and that means perfectionists are very difficult to being around be around I remember knowing someone um, for whom I used to do hoovering from time to time. Um, let's say it was a, um, a less of a work relationship, and I remember the the you know the, the joy of being able to do the hoovering and go around the house cleaning and such like, and then that person going around after me and doing it again properly, because actually perfectionists look at what you've done and then say, well, actually they'll put it right, and if they're going to put it right themselves, boy or oh boy or oh boy, they're going to tell you that they did and how unworthy you are and how you've let them down and let yourself down. And so actually, one of the challenges of perfectionism, whilst it's linked to improvement and such like, and getting a good job done, which is a, in itself, it's great. Perfectionism is that thing where people are just never satisfied. There's no sort of 
um, contextualization or benchmarking about what good looks like. And certainly in management relationships, that you know that clear conversation about what expectations are in terms of good good is really important. If you if you have a partner who is one of whom is a perfectionist, you can have a life where one of you has um, real sort of laziness and can sit down and do nothing, but the other one's going to be pretty um, upset about that. And perfectionists will eventually turn against you and generally um, begin to become resentful. And mutual resentment can actually grow from that. And that can happen in teams at work as well. So um, one of the things that you've got to do as a perfectionist is recognise that people who you're talking to, people who have this sort of trait, often have low self-esteem. Um, they're often very... Have very you know, I'm high, um, they're very self-critical, uh, they're very unhappy, unhappy. They, they can constantly be putting themselves down, they have an inner voice for which is always telling them that, that whatever they've done is not good enough. Um, and, and yeah, and you can imagine it, can't you? It's, it's pretty horrible, it's probably, it's, you know, it's an appreciation of what a perfectionist is going through can be quite useful. And remembering that the reason a person is perfectionistic in the first place is the way they're parented. It's not, it's sort of, it wasn't their fault to start with, but it is their fault when they don't build the self-awareness to be able to say, I'm going to take make choices about how I'm going to be in the future. You know, this idea that you have realistic expectations based on the fact that no one in the world can get it right. Remember that um, perfectionistic people can be always exhausted and anxious, and that actually can drive a lack of clarity and focus, too much cortisol in the system, too much stress. And we can link this with the shame of basically, you know, not getting it right. And imagine that, you know, every single day you wake up and you're, you're, you're unhappy because fundamentally you can, you can never be um, or you can never do what you really want to achieve that day. So you can often find that perfectionists um, can get really sort of stressed about, about tiny mistakes and they actually get to the situation where they, they are um, anxious all the time. Uh, and and it's, and they start, then, then they have to work harder and harder and harder to achieve a very simple result because the the sort of um, negative spiral of stress and perfectionism starts and anxiety starts to feed into each other. It often leads to greater uh, defensiveness because obviously as you're pushing people away because you, you you hold them against a higher value than perhaps is necessary, then um, you know loneliness can feed in anxiety, stress, lack of sleep. A classic considerations for burnout. And there's definitely a correlation that I've seen in, in all the literature between sort of perfectionism and burnout. And um, it's something to really think about, especially when there's not a balance in the way that someone's getting feedback about life and such like. Um, and also being, you know, having people pushed away, becoming overly defensive, not, not being able to take other people's suggestions because obviously they're not good enough. They... Um, is, is a challenge. There's that thing about a perfectionist when, when you say, when they'll say things like, you don't care as much as me. I'm more passionate than you. How could you possibly understand? You don't get it. This is really, really important for me. And, and they're talking about the washing up and it's, it's like, well, hang on a second. You know, we need to get some context. I know that's a trivial example, but, you know, it comes to life and work, but in particular, where you've got people who are putting unnecessary effort and focus and time into sort of things that are trivial and don't actually produce the outcome that you're looking, looking to get. And the, and, the, and the irony is that they waste time again, you know, pursuing a perfectionist dream of one, for one detail. And yet the whole project is crashing and burning around their, their ears because they're losing sight of that big picture. Um, 
And so, you know, what you know, basically what we have to think about is not being good enough, um, procrastination, having a fear of failure, being overly judgmental, pushing people away. It's not great. So the first thing, of course, is to, is to help perfectionists help themselves. And the first thing is to use the word that's perfect on a more regular basis. So you're almost reconditioning people. So when they do a job that's okay, you say, that's perfect. Thank you very much. And, and I know that sounds pe- quite peculiar, but it's a very simple fix because someone's looking for that approbation and looking for those sorts of words. And don't worry, perfectionists, they'll tell you perfectionists and they'll be proud of it. So you'll have no problem spotting them. You can also sit down and actually point out the um, the madness of perfectionists to someone by using something like uh, an ABCDE, like a CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy Technique, where you can look at someone and understand the values of drivers behind a particular behaviour and get them to sort of dispute with themselves some of those values and drivers. And, and you know, the degree, degree, the degree to which a detail can get them in, in the way of the big picture outcome. And, and people can start to slowly start to understand that. Because actually what you're doing here is managing that inner voice that the person has that says you're not good enough if you're not perfect by saying you are good enough if you're, if you're okay. And that takes some time to reconditioning. And I, and I recognise that actually sometimes people who are perfectionists need stronger help. But obviously as managers we can do something to sort of help us. And of course when you're dealing with partners, um, please don't laugh at them and tell them they're wrong to be perfectionists. What you do have to do is to make sure that they... Um, aren't inflicting on everybody else recognising that perfectionists can be lovely people but one of the challenges they have when they're parents sometimes is they create a situation for children where the the child can never meet their expectations and the the perfectionist parent can do all the work for the child so you build you actually actually, um, develop children who can't cope because the perfectionist parent has knocked their their self-esteem and done everything for them so you need to have a think about that one of the tips I particularly heard someone say once is that is get someone to accept that they're recover they are a recovering perfectionist, because actually you know when you point out to some of this thinking, some of these behaviours to perfectionists, they get it. I mean they know it, and actually just being able to sit down and talk to somebody else about it is really useful because perfectionists get the madness. Remember they're not happy. And so some people from, you know, at a deeper sort of level are, you know, desperate to find a way out. And a manager who can coach and can get someone to reflect and to think about these things and get that perfectionist to do the work, they can, they can sort of harness the perfectionist thinking to actually produce a, a less perfect, perfect outcome. And as I say, when you're delegating or coaching people in terms of work, you know, be very conscious of that, how much volume you give someone. Remember that they're going to allocate too much time. They're going to see that the quality standard is is very, very high. And so being very clear about how much you have to do, how long you have to do it, and what good enough looks like is really, really key to face of people. And in some ways, you have to sequence work for perfectionists very clearly so that they that they get into the rhythm of actually achieving um, small things quickly so they can add towards the, the larger goal. And, and sometimes you just need a bit of positive approbation, again, for those sorts of people. Remember, the good workers, at, at the heart, having a perfectionist in the team that's uh, um, someone has acceptable levels of perfectionism means you've got someone who's going to be, you know, have care and passion for quality and getting a good job done. You know, they're going to finish things off. And for some people, you know, if you're very creative and idea, if you're very creative and ideas driven, you know, working with a perfectionist can be great who will actually make, make that thing you've invented come to life.
so that they have their place. Um, so basically, one of the things you have to um, um, think about is this being good enough mindset. Um, be really, really clear about your expectations. Be really, really clear about the fact that someone's doing work because the meaning is to do something that's good enough and achieve a wider outcome rather than their own narrow definition of perfectionism. Remember to say that actually the idea of perfectionism is that the entire team achieves rather than the rest of the team not achieving but the perfectionist actually doing one small thing. It's about balance, it's about context and it's about making sure that we are constantly looking for opportunities to give positive reinforcing feedback to perfectionists. Without perfection, we wouldn't have got far. But with too many perfectionists, we wouldn't get anywhere. Hope that's useful. Take care. Thanks for listening today. You can go to our site qedod.com forward slash podcasts and subscribe to hear other titles in our series. Or you can contact us at info at qedod.com to hear and find out more about tough love, leadership, accountability, resilience and burnout. You can go to our site qedod.com forward slash burnout 2019 to hear and get access to a load of resources to help you manage and fight burnout. And you can go to qedod.com forward slash free ebook to hear more about the fundamentals of resilience. Until the next episode, keep on thriving!